0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new edition of Over the Line. It is a new, fresh start for us here on this show, and let me tell you why. For those of you that do not know, YouTube decided that they would take down the Over the Line page, the Over the Line YouTube channel once and for all, as we did our show From 99.5, recording a couple of segments from that show. Uh, We posted that on YouTube, and they determined that that was the final straw. And they would delete our channel. The entire thing, all the videos, everything gone. A lot of stuff that I don't think we can get back. And it's very unfortunate. It angers me, but it motivates me to continue to do this. To continue to push forward. And this is the moment that I need you guys. I need you to help us get the word out on all the platforms we are currently on as we continue to build this show. Rumble, you know the drill on Rumble. Andrew McLean, who? Twitch, at OTL show. And then the podcast platforms to listen to it on audio. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Help spread the word. Show people where to find it. You guys are the ones that are going to make this happen. And we appreciate the support. Again, very frustrating, very discouraging. But we're going to take that discouragement and we're going to turn it into motivation. Because guess what? We can't let these guys win. These guys want us to give up. That's why they do these things. That's why they delete us. That's why they censor us. They want us to be silent. That's the left strategy. If the other side is telling the truth and you don't want the people to hear the truth, then you must silence them. That's where we're at. So help us out. We will love you a long time if you do that. Let me move real quick to what we just heard about in the newest mask flip-flop mandate. That's right. We are back down the road of masks. But not just for anybody Not just for you crazy conspiracy QAnon MAGA people, but for the vaccinated as well, including your children. That's right. The White House and the CDC, working together, uh, you can assume, uh, have decided that the Delta variant is so nasty, so deadly, so much more transmissible that we're just going to have to go back to wearing a mask. We have no choice. No choice whatsoever. Now, if you ask the White House, do the vaccines work? Why would we wear a mask if they work? They really have no answer. That was displayed with Jen Psaki, who was asked by Fox News' very own Peter Ducey, And this always seems to uh, end up in this awkward back and forth. If, well, You know, if you've watched Jen Psaki before, you know that she's never got an answer for anything. That's why she's always with the the circle back or whatever her catchphrase is. It happened again. Peter Doocy says, okay, well, I get it. You guys want us to wear a mask again, but doesn't that kind of poo-poo the confidence of the American people in the efficiency of the vaccine? Like, like you're wanting to reach out to the people that aren't vaccinated and get them to get vaccinated but then you're making the vaccinated wear a mask we don't quite understand the logic here was that exchange and if it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated still then why do vaccinated people need to put the masks back on well, Peter, first of all, I would say again, just to go back to this chart, which I will handily point to again. If you were vaccinated, if you were vaccinated, your life, it can save your life and I think the clear data shows um, that this pandemic is killing is hospitalizing is making people very sick who are not vaccinated that can still continues to be the case uh, regardless of what the mask guidance looks like if the vaccines work which this sign says that they do then why do people who have had the vaccine need to now wear masks the same as people who have not had it?
1: because the public health uh, leaders in our administration have made the determination based on data that that is a way to make sure they're protected,
0: their loved ones are protected, uh, and that's an extra step given the transmissibility of the virus. There you go. Now, for those of you watching the video, you obviously know that 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 video did not come through, but we're doing everything we can to make sure. I don't know why the video is not showing, but that's the audio. Now you heard it. Just look at the chart. Just look at the chart. Look at the numbers. By the way, they don't say look at the numbers because if you actually look at the numbers from the Delta variant, as far as deaths and even hospitalizations, it's not a big enough number. Not for the Democrats, not for the White House. They need more. They need bigger numbers before they actually start talking numbers with you. They don't talk about details. Fauci doesn't talk. Has Fauci explained to you what the Delta variant is? Has he has, has anybody heard anybody any person uh, in in the health field or or in the White House explain the details of the Delta variant? No, they haven't. And there's a reason for that. It's the same reason they're not telling you the numbers. They one are banking on the fact that you're not going to look them up themselves yourself, but two, they know so many people in this country is just going to follow the leader and blindly do what the white house and what the cdc tells them to do now the cdc is nothing more than a, a a large number of washington bureaucrats right they're bureaucrats they're they're appointed by politicians so do you expect them to do what's right for the american people no they do what politicians do they do whatever benefits them that's all they do now we have to ask ourselves why with this whole back and forth are we back to even talking about wearing masks how does this make sense and why should that instill confidence in anybody outside of the fact that it, it, it destroys the confidence in vaccine efficiency But why should anybody listen to Dr. Fauci any longer? This is what got my YouTube channel banned, by the way. I called Dr. Fauci a liar. And he is a liar. He's gone back and forth, back and forth. And he doesn't stop. It's almost as if it's a game for him. Now, we don't know the ins and outs. We we, we don't know the reasons, whether it's monetary gain or power or status symbol. We don't really know why he's doing this. But we do know he is doing it. And he's not stopping. You would think, okay, well, you told us masks didn't work. Uh, and then you told us masks did work. And you came up with a, some excuse about, oh, we were short on supplies. So I had to lie to you. Now you're saying the vaccine is going to work. You get the vaccine. Your reward is to take your mask off. Well, now that you've gotten the vaccine, what's happened? you got to put your mask back on. If they would have just stuck with... Unvaccinated people have to wear masks. That would cause a lot less controversy. Now, granted, we're not going to listen to them. And the people that aren't getting vaccines, they don't like masks either. But why are you telling the vaccinated? What they're doing is they're telling vaccinated people that the Delta variant is much more deadly, which is false, much more transmissible. In that they are doing it to protect the unvaccinated. And I don't know if you've noticed, but the people that follow the lead of Joe Biden and Jen Psaki, a lot of them would much rather the unvaccinated people just go ahead and die. They're not looking to protect those people. They despise those people. When they are on their deathbed. When they die, they celebrate it. Go to any any uh, uh, Facebook post from a news agency talking about an unvaccinated person dying. Go read the comments. They're celebrating the death of this person. Doesn't matter who it is. Well, that's the way it goes. You wouldn't listen. That's the way the left operates. They will dance on your grave. And that's why with them... You can take no prisoners. They don't care about you. They don't care about anybody but themselves. If you disagree with them, if you have a different view on policy, on social issues, they would rather you be dead. But back to Dr. Fauci. He's gone back and forth so many times it will absolutely make your head spin. That is evident in this example here Watch Dr. Fauci just over the course of the pandemic go back and forth approximately a million times. Let
1: me just state Dr. for the record that masks are not theater. Wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better. and Masks it. are protective, And we, but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. Our, there has no, not been any indication that putting a mask on and wearing a mask for a considerable period of time has any deleterious effects there are unintended consequences people keep fiddling with the mask and they keep touching their face and can you get some schmutz sort of staying inside (laughs) there of course you do not need to wear a mask indoors if in fact you've been vaccinated good that you're vaccinated but in a situation where you have people indoors particularly crowded you should wear a mask so even if you are vaccinated you should wear a mask if in fact you are vaccinated fully vaccinated you are protected and you do not need to wear a mask outdoors or indoors. When the children go out into the community, you want them to continue to wear masks. You know, if you look at, at, at children outside, particularly when they're with the family, uh, walking down the street, playing a game or what have you, don't have to wear a mask. The, 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 the pediatric, the Academy of Pediatric actually makes that recommendation that children should be wearing masks uh, from two years old onward. And you're asking now, if your child is a member of your household, can you walk outdoors with your child without a mask? According to that chart, the answer is yes.
0: But the child can't, not to beat it, yeah. beat it to death. Yeah.
1: Yes, yes. Okay. Okay. Because
0: now okay. the CDC says, I mean, I think I've got this right. One mask is better than zero masks. Two masks is better than one mask, but you don't have to have double masks. Is, is right. that right? I mean, <laughs> you know,
1: it became clear that cloth coverings that you didn't have to buy in a store that you could make yourself were adequate. And then you want it to fit better. So one of the ways you could do it, if you would like to, is put a cloth mask over, which actually here and here and here, where you could get leakage in, is much better contained.
0: Are you a double masker, Dr. Fauci? Look like you are. (laughs)
1: Let me just state for the record that
0: masks are not theater. So (laughs) does anybody know what just happened? It's all the examples of Dr. Fauci talking about masks. And guess what? They all contradict each other. Back and forth, back and forth. Can't seem to make up his mind. Now, this is supposed to be the top doctor in the country. This is the highest paid federal employee on the payroll. He also happens to be the guy that paid for the virus to be created. A man-made... Man-generated disease that has spread all across this world. Possibly on accident, but it became very useful for Democrats, as you see. It allowed them to win an election. They benefited greatly and continue to. And you can guarantee yourself if they can get this thing to keep going through 2022... 2024 they think that will allow them to win more elections and gain absolute power vaccines or not now they want everybody vaccinated so they they can say well look we see the full picture everybody's vaccinated And people are still getting sick, so we've got to take a different route. we got to do more isolation, more social distancing, more lockdowns, more masks. you got to wear 15 masks at a time for full protection. That's why the Biden administration is getting ready to announce that they're going to require all federal employees, which there's millions of them, if you are a federal employee, you're going to have to get a vaccine. They may make it easy on you and harass you with daily tests until you decide you're tired of that and you get the vaccine. But there's going to be COVID requirements if you are a federal employee. Forget how you feel about it. Forget about your religious beliefs. Anything that keeps you from getting a vaccine that has helped you make the decision, I do not want it. You got immunity, whatever. Doesn't matter. You're going to have to quit your job if you don't want it. That's right. Early retirement, if you will, for the safety of all of our federal employees. And it's weird that that announcement's coming out because just back in December, Joe Biden said, absolutely not. We would never mandate vaccines. And honestly, we wouldn't even mandate masks. No,
1: I don't think it should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand it be mandatory, but I would do everything in my power, just like I don't think masks have to be made mandatory nationwide. I'll do everything in my power as a president of the United States to encourage people to do the right thing, and when they do it, demonstrate that it matters.
0: What, what was that, Joe? You know, that was probably the, the most coherent thing Joe Biden has ever said, especially while president. That he would never mandate a vaccine and never even mandate mask. Yet here we are. Wednesday, July 28th, 2021. And the government is telling us, vaccinated or not, put your mask on. And we know that may sound like the vaccines aren't working, but you're going to have to get one anyway. That's right. Isn't it so great to live in Joe Biden's America? Because that's what this is. This is the Democrats' America. This is Joe Biden's America. This is no longer your America. This is the America the left has swooned over. This is the America the left has salivated for. The one where they have the control over you. Modeled from places like Cuba and Venezuela. This is the one they wanted. And the China virus gave them that opportunity. Why do you think they view Fauci as a god? After all their attempts, everything they've tried to turn this country into a third world hellhole like so many great countries have turned. Dr. Fauci figured out how to do it. He figured out a way... To create this vacuum of power that ends up in the lap of the Democrats. Now, he may get on TV and contradict himself a couple of times, but that don't matter. It doesn't matter at all, because guess what? He's got a whole team of people sticking up for him, including the media, including Hollywood, including the music industry, and their cringy Dr. Fauci musicals. He's good. He can say whatever he wants. He can come out tomorrow and say coronavirus is a hoax. And be like, oh, God, Dr. Fauci's just the best. And then the next day, be like, oh, put your mask back on. Oh, my goodness.
2: Oh, oh my goodness. Oh.
0: Are we willing to put up with this? Are we willing to continue down this road? Of being lied to over and over and over? Again, this is what got me banned on YouTube. This is what axed the Over the Line channel that we had put so much work into. That you guys have put work into as you subscribed and you watched. We've got countless promos on the internet and on social media. That have YouTube.com slash Over the Line printed on them. So when people go back and watch them, and then they go look for that website, it's not going to be there. It's frustrating. It's mostly frustrating because we were banned for telling the truth. Dr. Fauci is a liar and has been a liar from the very beginning. Almost everything out of this man's mouth is a lie. That's why he doesn't do doctor talk. That's why he doesn't speak to you as a doctor would. Sometimes you go to the doctor's office and he starts explaining, like, what's going on with you and what you need to do. And he talks over your head and you leave and you're asking the lady at the counter, hey, he said X, Y, and Z. What does that really mean? Dr. Fauci doesn't do that. He keeps it simple and keeps it plain. So you can just understand what he's saying and you don't have to get analysis anywhere else. You don't have to go and look it up. Dr. Fauci explains it perfectly for us Americans. Well, he said it. He must be true. He's a doctor. So get ready. The one thing that angers me the most about all of this is the fact that the CDC is pushing for children to wear masks in school. They're doing that. They have already come out and said, kids, to, kill the, to, to lower the transmissibility of this virus, they need to wear a mask in school. And I'm telling you right now, you will see a backlash on this mask mandate suggestion for schools unlike anything we've seen in a long time. Because there's one thing that you don't mess with when it comes to people like me and people like you. You don't mess with our kids. You don't mess with our family. Because we're coming after you. And that's exactly what will happen if they attempt to mask our kids yet again. We're not doing it again. We are not masking our kids. Outside of that, I should have done this in two different episodes, but I can't help myself because this happened and I I don't want to let it get by. It was very important. It was the January 6th commission their first hearing they held yesterday. And boy, was it a doozy. Now, we knew it was going to be a Democrat um, a Democrat production because they basically told Republicans, you can't put your guys in here. So Republicans said, well, we're not going to put anybody in there. So Nancy Pelosi goes to two of the biggest rhinos in the party, two Trump haters that she knows will side with them on anything and everything, Adam Kinzinger and uh, Liz Cheney. They come in and they're all loving on the Capitol Police officers that Nancy Pelosi picked out to come testify. And they're all emotional and everything else is that the police officers are giving their testimony. And it turned out, it turned out that the police officers that they brought in, I think there were three of them, They turned out to be just as big of political hacks as the politicians that were questioning them. Imagine that. Imagine. Most of you guys know an officer or two. You've got a friend, a family member. You know the line of thinking most of these law enforcement officers have. Leo's are kind of on the same wavelength when it comes to politics in a general sense tough on crime, build the economy, do things that have notoriously worked for this country, right? Low gas prices, right? Am I right? We know this. But somehow, they found three of them that were nothing but Democrat operatives, activists, if you will. One of them was Sergeant Aquilino Gunnell. He seems to be a a uh, Puerto Rican fellow, uh, some some uh, Hispanic or something. Don't let me misrace him. Not that I care. But he put on quite an emotional show as well. Listen to just a snippet of his testimony from yesterday.
3: me, it's confounding that some people who have sworn off elected officials, Including people in the military uh, that i seen at the lower stairs fighting against me. They swore an oath and they're forgetting about that oath. They're not putting the country before the party. And that's what bothers me the most. Because I, as a for, uh, former soldier, I know what that inherits, that oath. And I was willing, I'm still do, willing to do that. And we got people right now in front of the Justice Department asking to release some of the very same people to be released, even though we are testifying about the trauma and the agony, everything that happened to us. It's pathetic. And they shouldn't be elected official anymore.
0: So, (laughs) Sergeant here... um Says says that in front of a panel full of Democrats, he says to them that the elected officials that aren't here today, those are the ones that put politics before country. They put their politics before, and he's saying this to people like uh, Adam Schiff, Dianne Feinstein. The people that have put party before a country every single day of their lives. And then at the end, and I'm showing you the bias here of these police officers, the hackness, the activistness of these hack police officers. At the end, he says, those guys that we're talking about, those elected officials, they, they shouldn't hold office anymore. You guys should remove them. Now when's the last time you've heard a police officer talk like that? When he's simply testifying on what happened to him during a crime on a certain day. He's making it known, I want these people out of office. Have you ever heard a police officer talk like that? Of course you haven't. Of course you haven't. Police officers are professional. Leo's are strictly professional, strictly business when they wear that uniform. But that wasn't it. There was another officer, Officer Dunn, and he may have taken the cake. i tell you what, the performance from this man was unlike anything I had ever seen. Listen to a snippet of his
2: testimony. Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger are being lauded as courageous heroes. And while I agree with that notion, why? Because they told the truth? Why is telling the truth hard? I guess in this America, it is. Us four officers, we would do January 6 all over again. We wouldn't stay home because we knew it was going to happen we would show up, that's courageous, that's heroic. So what I ask from you all is to get to the bottom of what happened, and that includes, like, I echo the sentiments of all of the other officers sitting here. I use an analogy to describe what I want as a hitman. If a hitman is hired and he kills somebody, the hitman goes to jail. But not only does the hitman go to jail, but the person who hired them does. There was an attack carried out on January 6th, and a hitman sent them. I want you to get to the bottom of that.
0: He literally just said that I want you to throw Donald Trump in jail, a police officer, solely placing the responsibility on Donald Trump for what happened on January 6th. There were crimes committed on January 6th. There were a lot of unacceptable things. But the reaction to it, the reaction to it is what's outrageous. No wonder, and these guys are members of the military, no wonder Democrats want to enlist females into the military, into the draft. Because these guys obviously can't handle it. They talked about their trauma and their PTSD from January 6th and how awful it was. How, how it was worse than he, The first officer you heard from, he said anything he did in Iraq or while he was overseas in the Middle East during the Iraq War, nothing he did over there could have prepared him for January 6th. That January 6th was worse than international war against terrorism. That's what he said. He acts. he actually said that. And this guy was no different. Officer Dunn. Pointing out directly, Donald Trump needs to go to jail. Talking about how they were violently attacked, taking no responsibility for their actions and allowing these people inside. Calling out what he said were the MAGA people. He literally used that terminology. The MAGA people. But the kill shot from Officer Dunn, he recited a moment, word for word, according to him, what these protesters and these rioters said to him. He noted, appreciate the honesty, that he told these rioters, who were apparently not as violent for a moment because he was able to have a conversation, he told one of them, Uh, I voted for Joe Biden. And in return, here's the kill shot. In return, they said, blank that N-word, 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 over and over and over. So accusations of him being called racial slurs, which is an absolutely awful thing. But we've seen this before. We've seen liberal operatives, political operatives, accuse people of using the n-word and we never see proof of it there's thousands of hours of security footage from the capitol that they refuse to release surely on there somewhere you can at least show us the video of protesters yelling the n-word at you but something tells me you won't this is what they do it's the same song and dance I tell you all the time The liberal playbook repeats itself over and over. They don't switch it up. It's why I know these people. It's why I know the left like the back of my hand. They are predictable to the core. You know what's coming before it even gets there. And these guys are a disgrace to all police officers across this country. Police officers that carry themselves with dignity with integrity with professionalism they these these guys had zero none of that no integrity no professionalism no dignity nothing these guys are hacks but that's not it i don't want to put all of this on the back of the officers because the politicians on the dais They put it on a show as well. Adam Kinziger, who we were talking about, one of the two Republicans handpicked by Nancy Pelosi to be responsible enough to be on the January 6th commission, he just could not handle listening to the stories of that day. He could not handle being reminded that his country had come to something so tragic. It's January sixth. January sixth was tragic. Because Ashley Babbitt was killed. Even though they didn't bring her up, not even one time. She was the only person killed on January sixth. But she's a Trump supporter, so she don't count. Adam Kinziger, he just He just let it loose. Couldn't hold it back anymore.
3: Thank you to our witnesses. Uh, I never expected a day to be quite as emotional for me as it has been. Uh, I've talked to a number of you and gotten to know you. I think it's important to tell you right now, though, you guys may, like, individually feel a little broken. You guys all talk about the effects you have to deal with, and, you know, you talk about the impact of that day. But you guys won (laughs) You guys held. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, you guys won. You know, democracies are not defined by our bad days. We're defined by how we come back from bad bad days. (laughs) How we take accountability for that.
0: (sighs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Okay. I'm sorry if this disturbs you For me to laugh at a grown man that's crying But I can't help it These are politicians These are the shadiest people on the planet Okay People that have no soul, no backbone And no, no ethical code Nothing Nothing But it should Disturb you to see The emotional instability In these elected leaders That are running our country It should terrify you. But thankfully, thankfully, that crying is fake. But Adam Kinzinger, not to be outdone, they then passed it off to Adam Schiff. Shifty eyes, shift. Full of shift, if you will. Old bug eyed shift. He took his turn speaking to the officers and couldn't help but let his emotions flow as well he just could not (laughs) he couldn't he couldn't hold it back
1: and god help us and if we're so driven by bigotry and hate that we attack our fellow citizens as traitors if they're born in another country (laughs)
0: He said, we're we're driven by so much hate that we call our opponents traitors. This dude spent four entire years calling Donald Trump and everybody associated with him a traitor for colluding with Russia. He actually said that out loud. Maybe that's why he's crying, because he realizes at this point how stupid he is. Well, they don't look like us.
1: Oh, no. God, God help us. Oh my God! But I have faith because of folks like you. <laughs> oh, and I, my God. Adam! I didn't expect this would be quite so emotional either. But it's, it must be an Adam thing today.
0: It must be an Adam thing today. Adam Schiff and Adam Kinzinger both crying like little babies. It was really, honestly, it was disgusting watching that hearing. It really was. I was appalled, but again, this is the same song and dance. Go back to the second Donald Trump impeachment trial. Remember What's-His-Name who was leading the impeachment? Um, The old goofy-looking curly-headed guy. He was at the podium weeping as well. You remember that. The cops were crying. The Democrats were crying. The Republicans were crying during this thing. One the politicians are acting like a bunch of pansies because they never got hurt they've got some of the best security on the planet and then and then they get to walk around the rest of their lives with that same security they get to walk around in their everyday life with security if they want it we don't we don't get that privilege we don't get nothing of the sort. And I feel no sympathy for them as they watched and ignored. Well, they didn't ignore, they said it was mostly peaceful protest. Watch Black Lives Matter and Antifa burn down entire cities, ruin people's livelihoods, injure thousands of people, including police officers, and even killed 20 something people in those protests. But they said nothing. Nothing at all. But this, this is enough to make them cry. And as far as these officers, if they can't speak on this issue, because every one of them cried. Every single one of them. If they cannot get through a hearing speaking of an event that happened that none of them were killed in, then How do we trust them to protect anything if they're that feeble? That is a true... Man can cry. I get it. I get it. I've often said, when Tennessee finally beats Alabama, I'm going to cry. It's okay for a guy to cry. But this, this is a little different. You're supposed to be tough as nails. You're not doing a press conference where your buddy of 20 years, your partner at the department was shot and killed while on duty. You're talking about something that happened, people are being prosecuted, and you survived. You survived. But yet, they can't help themselves. They have to cry. They just cannot contain it. That's how we know it's all for show. I'm not saying that these guys are not weak. Maybe they are. Maybe they're very weak. But there is no way you can watch that and objectively say that that was not put on. That that was not a show. Because 100% it was. Anybody with two brain cells to rub together could tell that was all for show. And if it's not... What we need to be investigating is police officers that are this fragile and they need to be pulled off the force immediately. It's all a big game to them. It's really it's really about one thing and one thing only. It's not about an attack on the Capitol. It's not about protecting congressmen and women and senators even though They've got the Justice Department. They're weaponizing it. They're arresting these people. People that some didn't commit a crime greater than trespassing. Throwing them in jail. No bond and solitary confinement. But when it came to BLM and Antifa, not only did they get thrown in jail and released, but with the help of Kamala Harris, they had their bond paid for. So I'd say... These guys, if they're really concerned about what happened on January 6th, they're getting the good end of the deal. But it's not about that. It's about one thing and one thing only. And that is to make sure Donald Trump never regains power again. They are scared to death that Donald Trump will someday be their president again. And they're willing to do anything to stop that from happening that is the 100 sole reason for this show that's it for this edition thank you guys so much let me remind you real quick about vapor forge make sure you go by and see them out on 280 you know the drill also patreon.com andrew mcclain who if you want to contribute to the show As we continue to try to build this show with big tech, ripping us off platforms left and right, we absolutely need your help. Go at us on all the social media sites, uh, whether it's Twitch or Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Just find us so you can follow us in the event that we disappear from another place. We really, really need y'all's help, and we really appreciate all that you do. Until next time, so you cause?